thank you for today. Thank you for all these people here in these youth groups tonight. I pray that uh, you and Pastor Andrew and Mrs. Sherman, that you would watch over everyone in this room and that they would do a great sermon and everyone would take something from it tonight. I pray that as we head to Chick-fil-A tonight or head home tonight, wherever we go, Lord, I pray that you would watch over us. All right, we're um, we're, we're going to jump into our text tonight, and there's some some things we're going to do as we're in the middle of it. I am uh, I've got a surprise for you guys, uh, and some of you are like, "This is really going to be a surprise," but we uh, we're actually uh, doing a Purity Week Five extended edition tonight. Uh, you're like, "What else is there to talk about?" And uh, it's funny, I was reading something just a few weeks ago. And I, I, I really hadn't thought of, 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 of go, going this way, but the more I've thought about it and, and this week, I, I just couldn't get away from it. So that's what we're going to do. We're talking about drifting and the, we're in a current and it's pulling us away from where we're supposed to be. So where our self-worth is in Christ. We have self-control. That's what God says for us to have self-control that we don't settle. We know who God wants us to look for in a spouse to be way down the road, way down the road. And we, know what he, and, but we also know what he wants us to be who he wants us to be. And then the last time we talked about this was two weeks ago. We talked about ex- ex- examples, one to fo- follow. Uh, that was jo- Joseph and one to avoid. That was that was da- 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 David. So we sort of keyed in and, and if, if you get in a spot, and you, it's not a good spot for you to be. You, you stop, drop, and roll. You get away from there as quick as you can. And, and even if you're doing everything right, some, sometimes... Um, things can go wrong, and, and you've got to be prepared with what you're going to do if things ever begin to go wrong. So that's, that's where we were at. We're going to stand together and jump into Scripture tonight and read that first thing, uh, and then I'm going to sort of jump around a bit, so just hang with me uh, a little bit. So stand. We're going to, in the book of Philippians, chapter 2. We'll have the words on the screen. If you don't have your Bibles with you, but I encourage you to bring your Bibles to the edge. We uh, try to use them every week. We actually do use them every week. Uh, and so, Philippians, uh, it's in the New te- te- Testament, Girls Eat Popcorn, Galatians, Ephesians, Philippians, Colossians, Girls Eat Popcorn. That's how I remember where it falls in that set of books written by, by Paul right there. So, yeah, that may help you out, help me out way back in the day, and I can't forget it out of my head every time I see it. So, we're going to begin in verse 3 of chapter 2. This is what it says, do nothing from right, 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 rivalry or conceit, but in Humility count others more significant than yourself. Let each of you look not only to his own interest, but also to the interest of others. Have this mind among uh, yourselves, which is yours in Christ Jesus, who, though he was in the form of God, did not count equality with God a thing to be grasped, but made himself nothing, taking the form of a servant, being born in the likeness of man, and being found in human form, he humbled himself by becoming obedient to the point of death, even death on the cross. Therefore God has highly exalted him and bestowed on him the name that is above every name, so that at the name of Jesus every knee should bow, in heaven and on earth and under the earth, and every tongue confess that Jesus is Lord to the glory of God the Father. <laughs> I, I don't think we had the, uh, the, the screen. I was like, I don't know what was funny about what I just read, but I just saw what was on the screen. That's right. I, I may have forgotten to put that te- text in there. That, that was me, bro. That was me. That, that, that wasn't him this time. Uh, 
Let, let's pray there. Dear God, uh, I thank you for your word. Uh, and Lord, we just uh, uh, thank you for K- KFC. In Jesus' name I pray, amen. All right, have a seat. What do you do when something like that occurs? You've got to embrace it, right? You've got to embrace it because everybody loves a little bit of K- KFC. Who's uh, crispy fans? Who's uh, original fans? Crispy fans? Extra crispy? About original. Dude, you can't beat that original, baby. That stuff is good. All right. <clears throat> so, anyone uh, know if you see brands, if you see TV at all, whatever, or bil- billboards or, or whatnot, brands or companies have, have slogans or mo- mottos they put with, with their name. For instance, the motto of, or slogan for the Boy Scouts is what? Be prepared. Okay, be prepared. I was like, oh, it did? I've met a couple of them, and they weren't real prepared. Well, that's their motto. That's what they want to. Um, nationwide insurance is what? Nationwide. Oh, y'all are, y'all are indoctrinated. Gosh, okay. What about Guy, 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 Guy Co.? It's 15 minutes or less. Sorry, but y'all got some 15 in there. That was good, 15% or more. They say that as well, but their, their main one has been 15 minutes or less. That You can go online or call them, and in 15 minutes, you can know. That's sort of been there. What about Bur- Burger King? Have it your way, baby. Yeah, Burger King philosophy. Uh, what about Jim, 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 Jimmy John's? Only one Jimmy. Jimmy John's. Freaky fast. Freaky fast. Yes, yes, yes. Freaky fast. You can't go freaky fast. I can't really say it most times. If I stutter, it doesn't work. It's got to be quick. What about McDonald's? Wait, what? I'm loving it, right? I'm loving it. They, they, they want these, see, they want you, these, these things are like good things that they attach to their name and they stick. What about Chick, Chick-fil-A? Eat more, and you got to spell it wrong, right? You got to spell it wrong. Eat more chicken. Uh, what about sub, Subway? Eat. Eat fresh. Okay, so they've got things that have really stuck to you. Now, they, they like to do this. Most, most brands like to have uh, a saying, like our saying for our church. Do you all know our saying for our church? Best church ever. No, I, you know, I don't know what it is. We don't really have, have a saying. But sometimes the saying that they have in one place in the world, they try to use the same thing someplace else, and it doesn't really match up so well. It doesn't work out, and they don't know it until it's out there, and folks are like, what in the world are you talking about? Because, for instance, KFC, I wonder if we have a slide for that. Oh, we do. Okay, K- KFC is its finger licking good. Now, that was their old one. They just changed it to a, a new one, like it's, it's good or something. That's it. Okay, no singing here. Um, no more. Um, so, so they took this to, um, let me get, oh, China. And they used the, the, uh, the, the saying, it's finger licking good, which in Chinese means... We will eat your fingers off. <laughs> KFC, we will eat your fingers off. Doesn't quite work as well, right? So we also have Pepsi. I'm not a real big fan of it. You know, I got to get a Mountain Dew if that's all they have. Uh, so pep, 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 Pepsi, they've got a saying that was come alive with Pepsi. It's a big thing, the push they did. Well, they took this to China, China which meant there, Pepsi will bring your ancestors back from the dead. Uh, and so they sold a lot because people are like, hey, you know, gr- grandma, grandpa. Yeah, so now I only am using this, I don't, um, just because it's a brand. Okay, so, so Coors, 
Coors, uh, the beer, has had one that was called Turn It Loose, okay? Like, uh, like turn, turn It Loose, Dallas, uh, at Coors Light. And they took this to, um, where they take this to, to some South uh, uh, America, and it, tr- it, it, it meant there, suffer from diarrhea. <laughs> Their same phrase that they used, turn it loose, meant it was turning it loose. And so that's what they had on their advertising. Didn't work really well. The Jolly Green Giant. Do y'all know who the Jolly Green Giant is, right? It's on those cans of beans and all that stuff. Jolly Green Giant. In the Middle East, it meant the intimidating green monster. That's what the Jolly Green Giant is. So they even sold very, very well there in the Middle East. There's a thing called Schweppes tonic water, water, which in Italy uh, meant Schweppes toilet water. That's what it translated to. So they had these, these awesome cans. You know, that'd be a great gag gift for, for your friend, right? Uh, Parker pens. I know you all have one of these pens. It says it won't leak in your pocket and embarrass you. In uh, um, someplace else, it changed it to it won't leak in your pocket and make you pregnant. That was the saying on the Parker pen. Uh, I, I know, I know, I'm just saying, it'll embarrass you, embarrass you, and pregnant went hand in hand in the way they explained it there. So uh, the last one I have is Coca-Cola, which in chi, 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 Chinese means female horse stuffed with wax. Coca-Cola, female horse stuffed with wax. Yeah, I cannot. That's good. Let's not even try to see that. Okay. Now, the point is, they've misused some, some words pretty bad there, right? That's, this is, the company is trying to do what we did in, in that first game that we did where you were like, Nationwide is on your side. Ding. Yeah, I mean, you're excited about it. They, they want that to catch. They don't want you to go... Suffer from diarrhea. Wonderful. Okay, this is, I need, I need a, a case of this. Yeah, yeah. So, um, so tonight, though, I want to redefine terms for you because I think there's terms that we use, terms that we know, that we, we think of, that we actually may even have it part right, but I don't know if we, we fully embrace uh, the whole term and what it means. It becomes twisted. Um, and the first term we're going to talk about tonight is modesty. Now, modesty is something that over the years I've had the opportunity to speak about this every few years. And in a room even this size, I will always have quite a large group of people that will glare at me as long as I talk about modesty. That God calls you, and it happens every time. It makes them angry, and, and, and my, my intent's not that. But when, when you start to talk about, hey, you've got to watch out the way that you, you, you dress and um, and, and, you know, you got to look out for the guys. And so a, a lot of times we, we sort of take it as like, man, uh, you're, you're infringing upon my, 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 my rights. Uh, but there's something that's bigger than that. Because I've talked to uh, some students that were my youth year, years ago, and they still have a problem with this issue. They still don't get it yet. And so I don't, I don't want to talk about, hey, so, hey, watch the way that you dress and, and look out for the guys. Because it's so much more than that. That is sort of what you do to, to sort of help. But there's 
bigger things involved here. And you go, well, that's not fair. That's going to infringe upon my rights. I've got some very bad news for you. When you give your life to, G- to Jesus Christ, you die to self and you walk in a new life in Christ. And it means walking away from things that are sort of hard. That you, I, mean, I don't want to give that up. I don't know about you, but I struggle with things in this world. Going, ah, and it's just hard to give that up. I just, I just, it's just, it's tempting. That's why it's temptation. If we didn't want to do it, we we wouldn't have an issue with it. So we we've got this thing. Now there, there's a part here in in first first Timothy two verse nine. I think I've got that right. Right, Tristan, did I get get that one? Go, go ahead and put this verse up. It says this. It says. Likewise, it talk, talk, talks first about how men should pray, and men should be like men of prayer. So there's a, there's a huge um, uh, throwdown on men, that they need, to be, they need to be men of prayer and seeking after God and all this stuff. Because so, sometimes this, folks take this verse and go, I ah, see, this is how you're supposed to be. There's, a, I think, a greater call, calling for men right before this. But it says this, likewise, also that women should adorn themselves in respectable apparel with modesty, in self-control. And then it says this, and this could throw some of you, not with braided hair and gold and pearls or costly attire. Now, now you're like, girls like, my hair's not braided. You know, you know, so it's, it's, not, it's not that at all. Know that in, in Corinth, in this time, there was an upper class there that they would doll themselves up huge and they would spend everything that they had just to look good and better than everybody else. And some in the church were trying to look that way because they wanted the approval of those people, and they were going to great lengths to fit in. So that's why it's not a sin for you to braid your hair, girls or guys, I don't think. Um, uh, you know, it's, it's, it's not. I've never really thought of that. Um, so, it's, but, so understand there's a context here. It's like a District 1 from hung, 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 Hunger Games society where you look at the way they're dressed and you're like, dear Lord, is that like a cardboard cow on top of their head? I mean, it's just some weird stuff, right? So that's what is going on. He's saying, hey, quit trying to be like this class because you just want to fit in with them. So that's what he's saying there. But he does say this, have modesty, be modest, be respectable. Now, just 20 verses down in the same book that Paul writes, he says to to men, chapter 3, verse 2, Look at what it says in verse 2. It says, um, therefore, an o- overseer, which is a pastor type, okay, o- overseer must be above reproach, the, the husband of one wife, sober-minded, self-controlled, respectable, and what is um, re- res- respect, res- respectable. Stop, stop right there. The word respect, respectable there is the exact same Greek word that he, he uses in, in chapter Two verse nine, we're having issues. It's all right. Two verse nine, where it's it says mo- a mo- a mo- a modesty for women. It means hold yourself in a way that doesn't distract other pe- people. That's respectable. That 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 is humble. That lays what you want down and lifts those around you up. So it's the exact same word for girls and guys. So I want you to understand this point. A, mod- a, mod- a modesty applies to girls and guys exactly the same way. Okay, we think, oh, this is a girl issue, man. Those girls got to cover up. It's so much more than that. It's so much more than that. Um, a, mod- a modesty defined is having or showing a moderate or, or humble 
est- estimate of one's merit or importance, okay? It's, 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 it's how you think of yourself and you don't think too highly of yourself. Uh, now, this is an interesting thing to talk about because guys and girls at this age, and even as you, you, you grow up, guys want to impress the girls, and girls want to impress the guys. Am I right? Yeah, sort of. Maybe some of you. Okay, I'm just talking to myself. I'm just going to talk to my wife. Right, right, babe? Thank you. Uh, you know, speaking of my, my wife, I, we were in uh, Tanzania uh, when we were date, dating. We weren't even engaged at the time. We'd just been dating for a, a while at, at that point. And uh, we went to this camp on this beach. It was a lake. Niasa. It's this huge lake there, and we were we were sent there to work a youth camp for these missionary kids. And so it was just me and her. We were gonna, we were going to run this camp. We had prepared for it, made all this stuff up for it. Uh, it was near the end of our trip. We're we're walking down down the beach, not far away from the group. And and me being being the guy who wants to be an impressive guy, I see this big rock. I mean, I mean, it was like, not like a, a rock, it was like a, a rock, okay? And so I'm like, I'm going to pick this rock up. Just show her, just show her how strong I am. And I, I was like 6'2 and a half, 161, maybe, because I had lost a lot of weight from eating rice and fish all summer. It was horrible. Uh, so I pick up this rock, and I'm, I know you roar a little bit because <laughs> and so then I'm not just going to pick up. I'm going to press it above my head. Big old rock. So I take this rock, and I go, and she's like, mm-hmm. you know, I don't know what, what she, she's doing. I pick up the rock. I go, and I go, and I mean, I am like, yeah. And she's like, she claps. Uh, and so I do this, and all of a sudden, this rock's weight begins to shift, and it starts to roll backwards. It's, I'm holding it straight up, and I feel it rolling, and I'm like, and it rolls off, and it nails me in the back. We're, in the, we're seven hours away on a truck ride to a hospital, and it's his, it has broken my spine in 18 places. I mean, it goes, now, it's amazing, because I'm like, man of the year. I'm like, I mean, I didn't cry, but I did everything but cry. And she's like, ooh, ooh, yeah. And so I'm like on the ground, all fours, going, somehow the Lord fused my spine back together in that, 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 that minute. And, um, and I, 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 I haven't had any issues from that, except sometimes when I'll go to pick up like a book off a table and sometimes I'll be, oh, you know, it comes back to me. So, you know, but guys, we, we, we do that stuff. Why? Because we we pursue the girl. We you know we you know. But girls, can I tell you? And and in the society we live in, this is some almost no no stuff to say. Is is that girls like to be pursued by a guy? You know, uh, during around that same time, we were back in the states. Uh, we went to a retreat. My wife, not my, she wasn't my wife at the time. She was my gr- girlfriend at the time, and. Um, we were on this beach retreat, and I don't remember the, all the specifics about it because I'm getting a little older, but I do remember this. We were in a big circle, and we were doing a devotional on the beach, and this guy's just doing this fluffy, yeah, 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 probably good stuff, but he says, hey, look around, and um, it was just a beautiful day. The sun was beginning to set. The sky was full of, full, full, 
full of full of Kellard. The waves were big and just crashing. Just one of the, he says, "Look around and pick up out something beautiful, and just just take a minute by yourself just to thank God for it." Our God is that big that He's created all that we see. So we took that 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 time, and so Michelle comes bebotting up to me, you know, and uh, and I've got some some pic, some 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 pictures. Throw um throw up there. There's three of them. That was sort of the beach around the rock. That's not the rock. That's way too small uh, over there. Uh, it was a lot bigger, this big around. Uh, so this is this beach. Here's the next shot of us. This is, I think, me. That's me right there with the hat on, uh, working with some of the kids. And then here, here's us on, on that same trip. We looked exactly the same as we do now. Um, so so that, that, that was us tr- tr- trying to be imp- impressive. So we're, we're around this age. This age is... She comes bebopping up and goes, hey, um, don't worry. Those are our team that are in the back there. They're not like some weirdo people, you know. You know, they're part of our team. Um, she comes up and says, man, I was just thanking God for the, the sunset and the sky is full of so much color, so beautiful. She goes, what was, what was beautiful to you? And I looked at her and said, you are the most beautiful. Beautiful thing to me, and she goes, she goes, me, and I said, yeah, you, and she just floated for the rest of the night. Girls, I know you, you love to be told you're beautiful, and that's not a bad thing at all. That's the way that you're wired to be. So how does? modesty fit into this because guys are trying to be macho men and impress the girls the girls want to be impressed by the guy and wants to be told they're beautiful there's part of that that's not a bad thing so how's this work <clears throat> there's a um y'all are like oh some of you guys go you sucker man i know you you people um One first point I want you to get tonight, uh, first one is that modesty is for guys and girls. Okay, It's just for guys and girls. It applies to us both in a lot of ways. Second, it's the offspring. Modesty is an offspring of hu- humility. It comes out of humility, and humility affects us all. And if, if, if you look at the passage that we just read uh, in, in uh well, let me say this. Uh, humility is another word that we misunderstand or misuse a lot of times. Because we so, sometimes we, 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 we think someone's uh, humble if they're, they're, they're sort of quiet. Or if they're sort of lowly, they sort of keep their head down and, and low. Oh, that person's humble. We sort of attribute that to them. Or, or uh, someone who's like, man, I'm just not good at anything. We go, oh, that person is humble. No, no. They're wallowing in self-pity. There's a big difference. You know, we, they, their, their self-esteem is low and their self-pity is off the chart. That's not hum, hum, humility. There's more things that need to be worked on there. And you see this a lot. And I'll tell you, 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 you see it on, on, online with friends going, Man, I'm just not good at anything. They post a post number. It's not, no, you're beautiful. You're gorgeous. You're like the best thing ever. Why do we, they put this post out there? Because they want someone to tell them I'm special. And sometimes we just need to 
can I, you know, we just need to look out for our friends and, and those that are in our, our world and let them know how important they are. You know, you don't understand your voice just saying them. Hey, man, dude, I appreciate the friendship that we have. And you are just, you've been such a fantastic friend to me. That means the world to me. Those simp, simp, simple words, you go, oh, they don't care what I've got to say. Dude, they care so much about what you got to say. So let, let's look out for each other. There's um, so humility, we get along wrong. There's a, there's a, there's a quote that's been ascribed to C.S. Lewis, but it's not by C.S. Lewis at all. Um, I, I fact-checked it quite a bit. It actually comes from Rick Warren, wrote a book called The Purpose Driven Life. And the quote is this. It says, and I've got the quote for the screen, true humility is not thinking less of yourself, it's thinking of yourself less. Beautiful picture of what humility is supposed to be about. And I think it's very gra- grounded in the, the Word of God. It's not you thinking, man, I'm just not good at anything. It's, you, you know, I'm thinking, man, I'm going to look out for you and you and you and you and do what's best for you. That's what humility is. When we take our needs and we lay them down and we begin to pick up the needs of everybody around us. Now, sometimes you've got to look out for you. Some, some people take this to an extreme and they just burn themselves out. So you got to look out a little bit for you. But this is what it says. Look again at Philippians 2, verse 3. It says this, dealing with humility. Do nothing from rivalry or conceit, but in humility count others more significant than yourselves. Let each of you look not only to his own interests, but also to the interests of others. Humility means looking out for those around me. In, in Romans 12, 3, it says, for by the grace given to me, I, I say to everyone among you not to think of himself more highly than he ought to think, but to think with sober judgment, each according to the measure of faith that God has assigned. So that's what humility is. It's, it's me looking out for you. It's, I might have some things that I want, but I want, I want to make sure you're taken care of as well. What kind of, of body of Christ or youth group would we be if we start going, you know what, I'm going to really look out for those around me. So even on a trip whose car I ride in, I'll make sure everybody else is sort of taken care of. I'm going to be good. I'm going to make some new friends on this trip, so I'm just going to jump in this car. Or there's some, 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 some new students who've come to the edge. They, they don't know anybody. You know what, I'm, I'm going to, it might be awkward at times. I'm going to, I'm going to sit by them and, and, and begin a fr- friendship with them because it's, it's hard to come into a new group. It's you putting needs, their needs above yours. So you might ask yourself right now, well, how does this apply to modesty? It has everything to do with it. If, if what I do has an effect on those around me, humility calls me to look out for others around me. And if there's something that in my life that's going to cause a brother or sister to, to stumble, then I'm going to look out for their needs more than my needs. Humility comes into effect. So it doesn't, it, you know, part of it is, well, the way you dress can, 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 um, is important. So don't, don't get that. Don't say, hey, Pastor Dan said we can dress how we want to. Uh-huh, uh-huh. I'm going to wait for the Spirit to let me know. Now, there, because you're not listening to, to the Spirit at that point. But, uh, so, so dress is important. But attitude and, and your heart is more important. If you get your, your attitude and your heart right, 
actions will follow every time. Um, one, one little point, we're talking about words that we misuse. There's a word that is also springs out of humility called meekness or being meek. Now, we see it, you know, and uh, we, we think immediately the word meek, it means, it means weak, it means timid, it means small. Do you all agree with that when you, you ever see, see the word meek? You know, it, it's interesting. In, in, in Numbers chapter 12, verse 3, God describes Mo, Mo, Moses as being meek. He says, now the man Moses was very meek, more than all the pe- people who were on the face of the earth. Now, and now he says this in the midst where some people are wanting to come up against him, going, he's not leading well enough. And God says, this is the, the meekest man we have. If you um, go against him, I will squash you because he is, he is doing everything right. He, he spends time with me. He's the only one that's allowed to because he is so meek. So what is meekness? And this is what it is. Meek, 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 meekness can be described as the Hulk uh, being as Bruce Banner, okay? So get this. It's power under control, okay? Meekness is power, having great power, and you could use that power, and sometimes the world says you've got the right to, but God says, hey, if you follow my word, you need to take this, this, this power, and you need to place it down. So meekness is power under control. So there is great strength. In me. It's, it's the self-control of a man who, who, who could yell and, and, and spit and do all this stuff. But he says, no, I'm going to speak. I'm going to love. I'm going to hug. I'm going to pray. I'm going to. That is, and this is a term that's not very well used or applied in the world that we live in today. If we can learn just to, to live and be meek, power. Man, I, I, I do have the power to do that. I could fight back. I've got every right to fight back. But I'm going to honor God. That's meekness. Got it? Good? Yeah? Just a couple terms here I just thought were very important. So last point is um, modesty is not a, prop, a problem with your style or dress. It's a problem with your heart. Not, there's not a whole, whole lot to add. You know, years ago, uh, there it was a girl in my youth group, not at this church, at my last church. And we had a, lo- a lock-in. And she uh, was a girl who uh, seemed to be getting it, and her walk was going well with Christ. And she had actually was coming late to the lock-in. She had gone on a date. And uh, she came to the lock-in, and she said, hey, Pastor Dan, I'm here. And she was wearing a top that, that v down to about here. And uh, I looked at her face, and I said, hey, and I said her name. I said, I really thought you respected yourself more than this. And it, I almost thought, oh, should I not have said it? Because it was, I thought, this girl's never going to show up in my, my youth group again. Uh, and because, uh, um, you know, I, and I said something about, hey, man, you're, you're a child of the king. Don't forget you're a child of the king. And it, everything about her turned around that, that night. Praise God. I, I was so th- thankful that she just didn't walk off because I've had so many of them just walk off. And she turned around, and she is a woman of God like you would not believe nowadays. This is an important issue for you to get, partly, and, and this is why. Why is it 
critical um, for your spiritual health. Modesty, guys and girls, because guys, man, you can be puffed up about yourself and man, and everything is about what you wear and the clothes that you wear and the way that you look. And it's, it's, it's the same deal. We've got the same pro- pro- problem. First of all, it's critical for our spiritual health because our attitudes and actions should be saturated with humility. That should be the basic man. Okay, what am I going to do? How does it fit with humility, being humble? From what I wear to what I say to the way I act to where I go. Let humility ride. Not putting what your wants, what your flesh wants. Why is it important? Because God says we're to be set apart, different from the world. The world's saying, hey, you've got to do this way. You've got to act this way. And in the world that you live in today, I feel sorry for you. Because trends back when I was a teenager would last for six months to nine months. And trends nowadays last about two weeks, maybe. And then you you finally get into the trend and now you're out. You're not, and, and you're fighting just to, because you just want to fit in. But God says be set apart. Um, step three, uh, why is it crit- critical? Because you can cause your brother or sister to stumble. Deb, you know, Paul writes, man, if, I, if I'm going to eat this food, if I'm going to do this thing, and it causes my brother to stumble, then I'm going to stay away from it. Why? Humility. Humility. I'm putting them first, me second. Uh, and because true humility, thinking less of yourself and more of others, demands it. Man, man, let me encourage you. Uh, the Word of God says that if you are a believer in Jesus Christ, that you are an adopted son or daughter of the King of Kings, of the Lord of Lords, and you are given full rights thereunto, same rights as his son. Jesus Christ has is given to you. And this is my greatest hope that we will live as sons and daughters of the King. And for us all, that calls us to live in modesty, in humility, in meekness. Man, may we do it all the time. Let's pray together. Dear God, I thank you so much for your word, uh, just for this truth. Uh, God, we just, um, Lord, help this youth group, uh, every student in this room. Um, be, ch- be challenged by your word, and Lord, uh, just help me to get out of the way. And uh, Lord, I just want you to speak to people uh, and love on them and let them know how big you are, how real you are, uh, and what a plan you have for the life, for, for, for their life. Lord, I just want uh, just girls in this room uh, right now to know how beautiful they are and what, how you've made them so amazing with a plan and a purpose, and may they find their self-worth in you. And Lord, for guys, Lord, may we learn to be the men of God that you call us to be, uh, and may we look out for our sisters around us. For it's in Jesus' name I pray. Amen.